It's here, week one of the 2023 NFL preseason. Buy or sell the hype. Jordan Addison, wide receiver two for the Minnesota Vikings. He's been tearing up camp. How do we feel? We'll tell you next on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Locked On family? Let's get locked in. Welcome back to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, your daily podcast covering your favorite draft prospects, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your boy, Damian Parson, always on the ones and twos. You can find and follow me on Twitter at DP underscore NFL. They also call it X now, so it doesn't really matter. Either one. Uh, you know, I'm a national scout over with the Draft Network as well as the host of the Locked On Clemson podcast. And, guys, as always, man, thank you all for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday, being the family, but our everydayers, man. We appreciate all the love and support. It's football season, and I can't talk football fully without my guy, Mr. LSU, Keith Sanchez. You can find and follow him on Twitter or X at the Talent Code. Keith, talk to him, baby. What's up, Locked On family? This is Keith Sanchez, Senior Draft Analyst with the Draft Network, man, and 2019 National Champ with those LSU Bengal Tigers, right? But, man, when you know why we're here, right? Myself, Damian Parsons, we are here to bring you that championship-level content surrounding the NFL Draft 24-7, 365. Like we always say, we don't stop. And shout-out to our everydayers, man, for tapping in with us because y'all don't stop either, right? But, man, we got a really good show today, DP, man. We're, we're talking about these rookies, right? These rookies that are in positions that are making impact plays in training camp, right? Or they need to be in position to where they can change some things for a team, right? So with the lineup, DP, we're talking a little Jordan Addison, right? With him with the Minnesota Vikings. We're talking Traylon Burks, right? With him possibly being, is he the number one or the number two with D-Hop there? Then the impact player, Mozzie Smith, for those Dallas Cowboys that need a run-stopping defensive tackle, right? What type of impact can he make with DP? Let's kick this thing off first, man. Let's start at the top. Let's start with Jordan Addison. Are you buying into the hype? of Jordan Addison and, and what he will be with the Minnesota Vikings. And, and first of all, I kind of want to set the parameters, right? Because we can't say buy if we don't put a price on it. The price is a highly productive, I'm talking 70, 75 catches per, per this season, right? With somewhere between seven, eight touchdowns, right? Are you buying the hype that this will be a productive rookie in the uh, NFL season this year? I am, Keith. I'm buying the hype on, on Jordan Addison. In this offense, because he, unlike at USC, he he's not going to be the guy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not a knock nope. to him, but it makes his his path to success that much easier. Where at USC, teams are trying to bracket and double team and put the best corner on them. When you walk on the field with Justin Jefferson and TJ Hawkinson, teams can't just, they can't throw a, 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 a star corner on you unless they got two, right? They're the Dallas Cowboys. They can throw either Gilmore or Diggs, right? But right, not every right, team right. has two legitimate starting corners that you feel I can put one-on-one on, on two top-tier type of receivers. So you know that the coverage is going to be swayed and levied, right? The, 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 the momentum is going to be shifted towards Justin Jefferson. And then in the middle of the field, you got to pay attention to TJ Hawkinson because he is a really good tight end and can make those plays, as we saw post-trade uh, going from the Lions to the, the Minnesota Vikings in Kevin O'Connell's offense. So what does that mean? That means Jordan Nansen has a chance to be the wide receiver too, but 
possibly target three in terms of the, the pecking order or priority list for defenses. And then also with his ability to be kind of the movement guy, right? The, the motions, the orbits, throw them in, you know, put, you can play them, uh, start them out wide, then motion them down to a stack formation, put them in the slot. You could do a lot of different things in terms of giving him free release. Cause you know, that was the biggest knock we had on him was man. He wasn't physical. He wasn't the, the, the strongest guy. He did. He struggled versus press man coverage guys that could be physical, get their hands on reroute him and throw off timing. But what do you do with that? You keep him off ball, the Cooper cup, syndrome you keep him off the ball you can't touch my guy right you mc hammer can't touch this and that's what you do right like you put him in that type of position so yeah i am buying buying the hype because like i said seeing some of the clips man from from camp and reading some of the reports and just just seeing what he's able to do one-on-ones team drills uh, and seeing also the movement they've been doing with him right like in some of these clips having them come pre-snap right before the snap get them wide open and, and clear to attack a DB and Keith, as as you know, as a former DB coach, man, there's nothing DBs hate more than getting having a guy run full speed at them and you can't impede their progress. You can't impede their momentum working the field. So I'm gonna say yes, I'm buying the hype. I think he can be a 70, 75 catch, seven to eight touchdowns, eight, you know, hundred yards receiver in this offense. No Dalvin Cook either. We gotta remember that in that backfield is what Alexander Madison as the lead back. I think that they could be in a position where they're throwing the ball more than they ran it in previous years. Yeah. So to answer my own question, right. I'm, I'm buying the hype also. I'm buying the hype. I'm buying in on it and I'm buying in on it. Like I would say aggressively in the sense of the fact of, I think he's just, it's going to turn out to where he's just number two period. Right. Like I, I what Osborne is there, right. If they're, Number yeah, two, number three wide receiver. I, I think he's going to surpass him. Uh, Jordan Addison is a talented player, right? And there's a difference between, you know, how we felt about him as far as being wide receiver one versus him going to a really good situation and being exactly. really productive. And I think he fell right into that situation with, like you said, you you explained all of the, the X's and O's part, part, portions of it, right? With, you know, Justin Jefferson being there and rolling coverages to him, right? But then there's also the the independent part of Jordan Addison was that, you know, he can run routes. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's – like, individually, that's what he excels at. And I expect, too, with this Kevin McConnell offense, right, is that them to put him in motion, give him free releases. And I think he's going to be – there's going to be a lot of times where he's wide open, right? And I would even go as far as – this This is how high I am on this combination, Right. If they would have had Delvin Cook, I would have thought this would be one of the better teams in the, in the NFC. Like, and I'm talking about like top three seeds once again, but they don't have Delvin Cook. And I am a guy that believes in balance because I think that it shows at some point. But this was kind of the type of player that they were missing last year, right? Like, because if people try to take away Justin Jefferson and he's successful at doing it, and, you know, obviously a lot of people are not successful, but it takes one game in the playoff, right? You need to have a, a very – viable backup option and i think that's jordan addison so i i dp if you ask me i i i'm buying all the hype on this i think he went to a great spot i think it's a spot where he can be extremely productive and i would if, if you know listen to minnesota viking fans but nfl fans period right i think this is very similar to how you had the one-two punch you know back in the day for the minnesota vikings of of adam Thielen and stefan diggs right i think they've kind of mm, they've, good they've call. managed to They've managed to move on from both guys, right? They they really good job of drafting Justin Jefferson, right? And then now you go and get a running mate. So now you you on you know younger guys, right? You didn't have to hold on to both of those guys past way past their prime, and you're throwing overpaid contracts to them. You moved on to them in a proper way, but you still kept that one two punch of wide receivers there with with Jordan. I mean with Justin Jefferson and with uh, Jordan Addison. 
Keith, you when you brought up Alan Thielen, I had to Google his stats real quick, right? Because he's mm-hmm. been wide receiver two since Justin Jefferson came in. Justin Jefferson has clipped fourteen hundred yards receiving since his rookie year. Like you know what I mean? So right. Adam Thielen over the last, I would say, you know, in twenty twenty, after which I think was the first year Justin Jefferson stepped on the field. Adam Thielen seventy four catches, nine hundred twenty five yards, fourteen touchdowns. And then you know last year, uh, not last year, twenty twenty one. As, as wide receiver two, 67 receptions, 726 yards, 10 touchdowns. And in 2022, last season, and he's been battling some injuries, you know, because he's getting up there in age. He's 32, 70 receptions, 716 yards, all these seasons over 10 yards per catch, and he has uh, six touchdowns. So, what, what, DB, what are you saying? What I'm saying is if I put, you know, Jordan Addison, who's younger, faster, quicker, and healthier in that role, I absolutely – Keith, I'm going to say this. I could see a thousand yard receiving season from this young receiver. Now that I think about it, okay, I can see him hitting a thousand yards. But okay, that's I, aggressive. I, I thought you, I was I being aggressive. You, <laughs> I thought I was being aggressive. You went aggressive on it, man. But I, I listen. I'll, I'll say this. I don't know a thousand. If I had to play it extremely safe, right? I'm, I'm going somewhere like around eight hundred ninety yards, right, or, or right at nine hundred or something like that, man. But I, I, I agree, DP. I, I'm if all Kirk in on trust him. If, if Kirk trusts him. If he if he, he don't pigeonhole and bird dog, uh, you know, it's a Kirk Cousins credit, right? Which he doesn't get a lot of credit, but Kirk Cousins he knows how to get the football to wide receivers, right? Like that's the thing. Like every wide receiver that plays with him, they don't have an issue with pro- 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 productivity. I'm sorry, I almost messed that word up. They don't have an issue with that. Like you never hear a wide receiver complaining, like man. I don't get enough touches. Kirk gonna throw you the football, right? You're gonna do numbers. It's just a matter of how far y'all gonna go in the playoffs and then quote unquote the prime time situation that's going on. But DP, I like talking about wide receivers, man, especially these young wide receivers. We're gonna take this thing back into the previous year, right? Not 2023, but 2022. And we're gonna talk about probably one of the more polarizing names in that draft, and that is Traylon Burks. What is he doing for the Tennessee Titans, right? He has DeAndre Hopkins as a running mate now, a veteran. Will that help relieve some of the pressure? Is he wide receiver one? Is he wide receiver two? Is he wide receiver three? What's going on with Traylon Burks in that situation? So we have our spotlight segment. We're going to give our deep dive into Traylon Burks and what we've been seeing, you know, on Twitter and all the media stuff. And then also our connects, right? Shout out to, you know, some of the people we talked to with the Tennessee Titans and what they're letting us know. So coming up next, we get into this Traylon Burks conversation and what could be his production for this upcoming NFL season. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire every week, we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the up and coming season, let's see who Vinny has picked out for us on this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the week. If you're looking for a second-year stud rod receiver who can drive your team to big points while ca- while he catches with a new starting quarterback, Garrett Wilson is a guaranteed fit with Aaron Rodgers. Get ready to build on his rookie promise with the Jets. Watch for Wilson to make big plays all over the field with his speed, quickness, and route running. Vinny Iyer from Locked On Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows that a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit, same with your vehicle. With eBay guaranteed fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it. 
eBay Motors has it. And they'll make sure it's the right fit for your car. Because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time around. So go forth. Switch the gears, crank up the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. Because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories that fit your vehicle, just look for the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Training camp spotlight, Keith, Traylon Burks, guy that was drafted first round and, and, and kind of put into a really bad spot because it was right after they traded the way their top receiver and their best offensive player, even with Derrick Henry there and A.J. Brown. And they traded they traded him to draft this young man to then fill his shoes as a yeah, rookie. And Keith, and like you said, a tough spot. He, they, how, you can't put the man in there. It was an impossible spot, truthfully. <laughs> Like it was impossible, and he battled some injuries in the season, and everything. But the spotlight's on him now, Keith. And I, and I, my my take on this and my impact statement of sorts is even with D Hop there, Keith, still feed this young man as wide receiver one. And I'm gonna tell you why I say that. My 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 reasoning behind mm-hmm. it is because he's your future. D Hop is what 30, 31. Like D Hop is not a spring chicken no more. Like D Hop's not going to be there five to seven years from now. Like, you got to get – because at the end of the day, what was the biggest knock on Trey Burks, right? Like, we talked about him at nauseum last, last draft cycle with TDN. And it was, okay, he was used as a big gadget receiver. A lot of motion, a lot of manufactured touches, a lot of free releases, different things like that, not running a, a wide variety of routes. Well, you kind of know how you fix that problem? Reps, right? You, you give him meaningful reps, not just running routes to know that he's not getting the ball and Tannehill's trying to force it to D-hop. I, I get that D-Hop is who D-Hop is and, and everything like that. But at the same time, for me, this young man is your fu- the future of your passing attack. This is the guy you need to get ready. D-Hop's going to do what D-Hop's going to do. But you need to get this kid up to, sp- up, up to speed. And I've seen some of the one-on-ones and stuff like that. And, and he looks more comfortable playing the wide receiver position yeah. right now. So for me, that's, just, that's my impact statement, Keith, is that Traylon Burke should still be the top wide receiver in terms of Target share, touches, and everything else for the Tennessee Titans offense. Yeah, uh, so I interesting impact statement, right? And I kind of, I kind of have, I don't say a rebuttal, but I have a different angle, right? That I want to take with this. That I don't mind Traylon Burks being the number two right now to D Hop because when he came out as a prospect, we did talk about developmental things, right? And you just talked about the gadget stuff that he participated in, release packages that he had to work on and things like that, right? But when I look at this situation, I so it's weird because when you think about number two wide receivers, right? Or anytime you talk about a guy being a number one and then you're talking about, oh, let me get him a running mate, they're usually smaller guys, right? You usually think about, let's say, throwback like the Demarius Thomas and then Emmanuel Sanders was the number two, right? Uh, You know, you think about things like that, but I think Traylon Burks is just a really big, Number two wide receiver. Now, don't mind that DP because here's the thing: if you just flush that part out, right, and you just like, okay, cool, let's do some of the gadget stuff with him, right? Let 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 D Hop be our traditional guy, and, and this is what I'm trying to lay the foundation for the Tennessee Titans, right? Let D Hop be our traditional wide receiver. He knows what he's doing, right? And then put Traylon Burks in those situations that you kind of a la put a D, Debo Samuel in, right? And we had those 
conversations about that when he was coming out like hey what are you going to do with Traylon Burks I do think that Traylon Burks can eventually right develop into a full-blown wide receiver one he has the potential but I think also if you're Tennessee Titans fans right if people playing and then you know this fantasy football era right that they're going to look at straight production. What are you doing, right? So you have to do something. Because if not, you know what you're going to start hearing, DP? You're going to start hearing the rumors of bus. Can he get the job done, right? And then now you're talking about potentially a young man with a broken confidence. And so I think that they have to figure it out. I like Traylon Burks, right, as a, as a football player. We do know the developmental things. But I would be interested to see how they use these guys as complementary pieces because Traylon Burks is – He's a big number two. Like, it's crazy because they're usually smaller guys, but he's a big number two. No, he, he is a big number two. I think that – and then also I think the spotlight, along with Traylon Burks, has to be on the offensive coordinator and, and the play call. Like, I, I get it, man. Derek Henry, King Henry has been your, your guy for years among years now. And I understand it. All right, let's scrap this thing. All right, let, let's let's really – no, don't get me wrong. Tannehill is not a. No, I, I was about to ask you because you was about to jump. You was about to jump down. And I was like, okay. I was. I was. I had to. I had to reel myself in. Keith. I had to reel myself back. So I was like, hold on, who's playing quarterback? Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is a play action based quarterback, right? If you give him the numbers advantage in the secondary, single high, eight nine men in the box, you make it easy on him, right? But I think that's where I think for me they have to lean onto that passing game a little more. Well, you, you can show the run game, but get the passing game going earlier in games where Tannehill can't get in more of a rhythm. He's a veteran quarterback, right? He's seen it all, done it, and everything like that. Gotten you to the help you get. He's helped gotten them or, or lead them to the, to the playoff along with Derrick Henry. But when it comes down to Burks, I think that's where his – his big impact is going to be off the play action, right? Because, yeah, D-Hop can make the contested catches and all that stuff, but that that, that explosiveness, or that resides with Big Burks, right? So you want to get that deep ball going, the post, the goal mm-hmm. routes, and stuff like that. And, and that's where, I you know, if you're getting those one-on-ones, you, you take that shot to this young man. Yeah, and I think that's part of, I guess, and you hate, hate saying number two conversation, but yeah, when you yeah. think about, you know, when guys draft like the Will Fullers and, you know, it's the conversation around Chris Olave and, you know, think about John Mechie. You know what I'm saying? Like just these vertical guys, like, and even guys in this past draft, right, that was drafted and it was more so, okay, this is a guy that's going to push vertical. You know what I'm saying? And I think Traylon Burks, like we, we talked about, it, like that's what he excels at. Like you're taking that deep shot with him, one-on-one, 50-50 balls for him or, or, or 70-30, 80-20, right? And that's your deep shot guy. And then a lot of you let D-Hop work the underneath and, you know, do things like that, the timing base routes and stuff of that, you know, I guess stuff of the, that character, right? And I agree with you. Yeah. If, if that's what they're going to do with Traylon Burstman, I think he is definitely going to excel and he should put up, you know, pretty good numbers, which I'm pulling for him, right? Because that's a tough spot. The GM, the head coach don't necessarily really get into it. The GM's gone. You post to replace A.J. Brown. You know, what we're doing with Derrick Henry, we trade him, we might trade him. And so a lot is put on your shoulders and you have to figure some things out. So Traylon Burst is definitely in a situation. I'm glad he's a spotlight guy because I think that's the exact, um, you know, category for him, right? The spotlight's on you. Let's see what you do. Um, and, and let's see how you, you you turn this thing into productiveness, right? DP, talking about spotlight, right? I don't think the spotlight is any bigger than when you're with the Dallas Cowboys, right? You either love them or hate them, right? Every every single player on the Dallas Cowboys, you either love them or you hate them, and that's just how it is. But, man, we got they have an impact player. 
and rookie defensive tackle Mozzie Smith. And I want to get into this conversation, right? Because there have been some things circulating already on, on social media and, you know, just about his, his potential impact for this defense. So I want to get into the Mozzie Smith conversation. What do you think he can do? What does he need to do for this Dallas Cowboys defense? And what type of impact can he have to help propel this team, right? That hasn't won, went to the NFC Championship in 25, 30 years. So let's get into that conversation of Mozzie Smith and what he can mean for this defense. Impact player, and, and, and there's, like you said, there's no bigger spotlight than down in Dallas with the Dallas Cowboys, what they call America's team. Mozzie Smith, Keith, big, physical, burly, aggressive. And you told me about a quote that you saw from one of his interviews yeah. at training camp, Keith. And when you said it to me, I was like, this, yeah, this is, this is a different type of cat, Keith. Yeah, nah, and so the, the quote was he what I'm I'm paraphrasing, but the phrase is not even that long, right? He said that I don't like football, I just like hitting people. That was that was the quote, right? I, I don't even like football, I just flat out like hitting people. And with that quote, DP, you know what? It, it depends, right? If it was some certain positions, right? I, I would be a little bit concerned, right? That was my quarterback saying that I'm a little concerned. If that was right, other positions, but my, my D tackle. Exactly how I want you to feel, right? I I want you to feel like you know what I just want to hit somebody. And I'll say this: we're talking about impact, right? Impact on the defense. This Dallas Cowboys defense is supposed to be. Let's say that it's supposed to be one of the better defenses, right? They added Stephon Gilmore. We know Michael Parsons, right? Uh, what Dexter Lawrence is still over there. Um, you know Trayvon Diggs, right? So they, this supposed to be one of the better defenses. Top, like people are talking top five, top ten. They've been good in the past, right? You know the one spot they they're not good at defensive tackle. That was the one spot that they refused to address over the past couple of years, and it has bitten them DP every single year. Because I think the 49ers has what they have bounced them two years in a row, right? Like they've they kicked so. them out of the playoffs with with below average quarterback play, but that's because they've been able to sustain a run. Now Mozzie Smith, you're talking about being big, bringing that physicality to this defense. I think he 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 is a important player. And he needs to be an impact player. Like, he needs to for the Dallas Cowboys to be able to go as far as they want to because I believe this, DP, that the 49ers and the Philadelphia Eagles are still sitting right there, right? They're going to come in, and they're going to try to run the football on the Dallas Cowboys once again. And if they want any opportunity to be able to make it to an NFC Championship game, they better be prepared to stop the run, and it's with guys like Mozzie Smith. And and, and when you talk about impact, Keith, and – Early downs, right? When you when you and your normal base sets and Mozzie Smith is lined up at the zero or the one tech on, on the center, if Michael Parsons is still playing off-ball backer, you probably have Sam Williams as one edge, then you got Demarcus Lawrence as the other, and you still got Leighton Vanderesh. He's a guy that can keep those two linebackers clean so those dudes can free flow to the ball and make plays without those offensive linemen on the interior climbing up to that second level and picking them off in the run game. He that and, and those the, the the clips that are circulating on Twitter, right? It's him versus the sled, the sled machine. I thought he almost broke it. I don't know if he broke it or not, but it sure <laughs> like he did. Like you you see that power, that physicality. Then there's yep. a rep of him one on one with one of their guards, and you know, in pass rush, and he's just driving them back, just Walking long them arm, back. Leg it, It's just like it's effortless for him. But that's what. And the crazy thing about it is, 
the, I think that was one of the biggest things between him and like uh, his other the the Big Ten uh, D tackle was Keanu Benton, who went to the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that yeah. Michigan used him more of as like a gap control defensive tackle? I think in this uh, is it Gus Bradley? I think is a defensive coordinator for the for the Dallas Cowboys, if I remember Dan correctly. Quinn, or Dan, Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn. So with Dan Quinn's defense, I think he's going to be used more so. Hey, Mozzie, okay. get up field. Create some chaos, create some penetration and surge. And I think if you do that, man, the impact is could be insurmountable for this defense because not only will your guys be able to, uh, if he's taking two blockers, they can shoot gaps from the second level, things like that. But then think about having them on third downs as he continues to flash and grow as a pass rusher, and he has that third down um, type of value, Keith. Now you got Micah Parsons. You got the, probably you probably I, I could envision. Mozzie and Demarcus Lawrence on the inside with Sam, Big Sam Williams, and 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 Micah Parsons on the edge, where you got power, uh, wingspan, athleticism, burst, all of that on the field at the same time. And this and that defensive front could be scary on third and twelve in the fourth quarter. I hear you, DP, getting into your, your defensive coordinator, coaching bag. I know you're the running back guru. You're trying to – like DP putting up, uh, putting up personnel groupers now, right? Like that, what you're going to call <laughs> it, the, the DP package, baby, the DP package, man. But, look, when we talk about impact, DP, I was thinking about something you was talking, right? And I thought you, you mentioned Michael Parsons and the impact, right? And I, I'll, I'll go ahead and say this, that this is a relatively soft defense up front. like, And, and that's just what it is. They have been. And, and against the run, they've been soft against the run. So – when you talk about Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons brings that that grittiness, that toughness, right, to where it's like you fear playing them, but he can't do it by himself, right? He can't be the sole enforcer, and you see it right now because they don't know where to put Michael Parsons. Like, man, we want to rush him, or we need a, a linebacker too, or we need – you see what I'm saying? Like, so you have to have yeah. a dog at every position group, right? Now, Trayvon Diggs, Stephon Gilmore, I think they'll take care of that, right? Now, you're talking about the linebacker play. Boom, Michael Parsons is there to take care of that. Now we need somebody in that, that interior defensive line, one of them big 300-pound-plus guys that just have straight, like, toughness in them, right, that has tenacity, that I just want to take your lunch money every single day, every single rep, right? And I think that that's Mozzie Smith. So I'll say this, that it, it's not only just a play impact, it's a mentality impact, right? Like, we can't look yeah. at the Dallas Cowboys and – you know, it's clean cut, it's blue, it's it's silver, right? It's America's team, it's fancy, right? Sometimes you like like it's 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 the and I hope neither one of these car companies come at it, right? But you're talking about like like the, the Rolls Royce, like it's cool, it's nice, right? But sometimes you, you need the muscle, you need the challenger, right? Sometimes I need the challenger to come in there, you know, growling with the, the V8 horsepower and everything. And that's yeah. what the Dallas Cowboys need. Sometimes it's just too clean cut. We went to Frisco, DP. It is very nice. It is really nice out there. And what are some of the things that people say, right? Like, oh, it's not blue collar enough, right? It's too nice. It's too smooth. And I think Mozzie Smith is one of those guys that they've been able to draft that thing, he comes in there and he brings some toughness to this situation. And I'm going to throw some numbers to, to close this out, Keith. When you talk about them being soft, they were like in the in the top 15. They, they were like bottom 15, almost bottom 10 in, in rush defense last year. 20, uh, almost 2,200 yards, rush yards allowed, 4.4 yards per carry, nine uh, rushing touchdowns on the season, 24% of opposing teams rush rush attempts or rushes went for first downs. So yes, 100%, they need to fix that Keith. They were one of, one of those bottom tier teams in terms of the run defense and they talk about impact. 
Mozzie Smith, big, strong, physical, country fed. That type, that 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 young man is going to absolutely impact the run game. If nothing else, he's going to help them kind of slow down opposing rushing attacks. I agree. I agree with DP. I'll tell you this, man. I had fun with that show, right? I felt good about that one, man. We talked about Jordan Addison. We both, we're fully committed, right? We can say we're committed to the Jordan Addison hype train right now, man. Traylon Burks, spotlight is on him, right? I would love to see what that offensive coordinator does with Traylon Burks. And Traylon Burks, put the numbers up, baby. But to now, it's been a relatively good camp compared to last camp when he was running out of breath. And, you know, they were saying that he was out of shape. So Traylon Burks, man, definitely arrow pointing up in Mozzie Smith. Show up and show out, baby. You with the Dallas Cowboys right now. You with America's team. You have to make an impact. You, Michael Parsons, y'all have to move this thing forward for the Dallas Cowboys. But that wraps up today's show, DP. Once again, want to shout out to our everydayers, man. Look, if we say some controversial, man, tweet at us. If you don't like it, let us know. If you like it, tell us you love it, man. And we're going to keep this thing going, man. We are getting closer and closer to week one of the NFL season. Listen, go subscribe and follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it is available. Uh, you know, continue to tap in with us. Thank you all for making Locked On the Field Draft your first listen today and every day, Monday through Friday, being the family, but our every dayers. Go hit the subscribe button, uh, like, comment, as well as uh, hit the bell notification so you're notified whenever we drop new episodes, YouTube shorts, uh, short clips, whatever. Whatever we drop on this channel, hit the bell notification so you're notified. Uh, in terms of Twitter, you can find and follow Keith Sanchez at the talent code me Damian Parson DP underscore NFL talk to us because we do talk back on tomorrow's show listen we're getting close it's week one of preseason so we're gonna have some preseason stuff for you keeping the spotlight on some guys stuff like that so we have more and more football discussions coming up tomorrow guys come and join the conversation again tomorrow on the Locked On Podcast Network your team